minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Ach, 
JM in the AM. Good morning and welcome to a Thursday on this January the 6th of 2022, day four in the month of Shvat, the year 5782. Tough Shin Pei Bays. We are um, about a week and a half away from our uh, Tuba Shvat special. That'll be happening a week from Monday here at JM in the AM. And... Um, Let's see. Some of the music we've been playing. Mi Adir, done by Yomi Lowy. You heard Baruch Levine's Toda. Asher Baruch from Eitan Katz. Avremo with Lebedik. Sos Asis, that was Yidl. Yaakov Shweki's Lo Yavod. Nigun Yerushalayim from Shwebel Sharf and Levine. Gershon Veroba's Ani Yisrael. Mizmor Ledavid, done by Yitzchak Fuchs. And from Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Thursday with 38 degrees, sunshine, clouds. Oh, yeah, sun and clouds. I guess we call that a mix of sun and clouds. With a high temperature of 39. Then tonight, cloudy skies and a low of 30. <coughs> Morning snow for Friday with a high temperature of a 35 degrees. 60 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 38 in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Um, well, many of you may have heard the news uh, that Yoram Taralev passed away. Yoram Taralev was an Israeli poet, lyricist, and author, wrote lyrics for hundreds of songs recorded by prominent composers and performers. Now, I did not realize just how many songs and which songs he is responsible for. I mean, unbelievable. Givata Tachmoshet, Ammunition Hill. He, he wrote um, Habalada al Yoel Moshe Solomon, sung by Arik Einstein, which starts off with the words on a humid morning in 1878. Uh, Beboker Lach Bishnat Tarlach, a description of an episode in Israeli history, the founding of the town of Petach Tikva. Al Kapav Yavi is his song, sung by Rivka Zohar. The song Hora by Avi Toledano, which won second place at the Eurovision Song Contest in 1982, is his songs, is his song rather. And then the list goes on and on and on. I'm trying to just read the songs I'm familiar with. Atva um, Niv Haruach from the Parvarim. Um, songs for so many different stars in Israel. I mean, the, the list is insane. The list of, of, of songs that he's responsible for is just unbelievable. Um, I'm trying to see what else here. Gidigov's Yalevi Avo. Um, boy, this is where I really miss my partner, Mayor Weingarten, because he would be giving us a comprehensive look at the incredible life of uh, Yoram Tarlev. Um, I think we'll try to incorporate some of these songs into our uh, into our Yom into our Tubishvat special. Um. See if we can get one or two of them on today as well, but uh, we've got to uh, we've got to at least try to get uh, yeah one or two of these into uh, into today's show, and we'll try to get uh, try to get some of them into um, our two Bishvat special a week from Monday. Wow, unbelievable! So Yoram Tarlev has passed away. At the uh, age of 83, born in Kibbutz Yagur, 
and uh, one of the most noted songwriters, lyricists in the history of the state of Israel. A public square was named in his honor in the town of Or Yehuda. His songs are engraved in monuments throughout Israel, including Petach Tikva and uh, Yerushalayim. Very cool. More coming up. It is a, a Thursday morning edition of JM in the AM. Big day, of course. It's Thursday after all. A lot of great new programming on the way, including Mark Zamek and the Arab Shabbos show tonight, specifically for Parsha's Bishalach. Um, excuse me, specifically for Parsha's Bo. Thank you. <laughs> Why not do the show for the, uh, for the correct Parsha, right? Uh, <clears throat> so that'll be for Parsha's Bo uh, later on tonight, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Again, that's brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And again, at 7 o'clock tonight, the Erev Shabbos show for Parsha's Bo. Plus a lot of new programming today. Our live lunch at 11 o'clock. And um, what else did I want to say? Oh, and of course, we're going to be welcoming to our program this morning, just after 7.30, Ahava Aaron Price. More Than Special is the name of the book, Perspectives from the World of Special Needs. Um. Ahava Aaron Price wrote this book. It is a Shire Press Art Scroll release. Um, and it was done as a tribute to the memory of her dear son, Sadia. We knew Sadi pretty well. Um, in fact, a lot of people in this community, I mean the greater Jewish community, likely knew Sadia. Um, anyway, we'll explain all of that and uh, speak with her about the brand new book coming up just after 7.30 this morning here at JM in the AM. I thank you all for tuning in. Plenty of uh, great music and more, including this from uh, Mordechai Shapiro on a Thursday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
Mordechai Shapiro, first dance off the Sing It album here at JM in the AM. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSigl.com and the NachumSigl Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. It is uh, just before 7 o'clock on a Thursday. Oh, we've got... Uh, We've got our news from Israel coming up and plenty more over the next couple of hours, including Ahava Aaron Price. The author is going to be joining us. More Than Special is the name of the book. And we get to uh, explore a very interesting topic with her this morning here at JMM. She'll join us just after 7.30 this morning right here at JM in the AM. 38 degrees, sun, some clouds, mix of both, with a high temperature of 39. 60 right now in Yerushalayim, 38 in New York City as we say good morning. At JM in the AM. Full day today. Big schedule. We'll go through everything in terms of uh, what to expect on a Thursday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Also, a brand new edition of Table for Two. Naomi Nachman's going to join us tomorrow morning as we will uh, explore the brand new Table for Two that airs tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. I know a lot of people out there have been anxiously awaiting a new episode from Naomi. We have it tomorrow right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. How do you like that? Uh, so that'll be happening tomorrow morning. Uh, tonight, the uh, Erev Shabbos show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That'll be encored at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow, or 3 a.m. and then right after Naomi's show tomorrow, because Naomi's show may run a drop long. Uh, that'll happen uh, three total times here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next on a Thursday at JM in the AM. נקבע מותו של הילד בן הארבעה שנפצע אנוש אחרי שנורה בגן שעשועים בכפר הבדואי ביר אל מקסור בגליל התחתון. צוות מגן דוד אדום שהעניק לו טיפול רפואי פינה אותו לבית החולים רמב״ם בחיפה, שם נאלצו הרופאים לקבוע את מותו. כתבנו קובי מנדל מוסר שבמשטרה מעריכים שמדובר בירי של כדור טועה וחקירת האירוע בעיצומה. סין נדבקים חדש בקורונה. אתמול אובחנו יותר מ-16,000 מאומתים חדשים, ומקדם ההדבקה עלה כמעט לשתיים. למרות העלייה בנתונים, מחר ייכנס לתוקף מתווה בדיקות הקורונה החדש, שיאפשר למחוסנים לצאת מבידוד לאחר בדיקה ביתית שלילית בלבד. ממונה הקורונה, הפרופסור סלמן זרקה, הבהיר אצל יניר קוזין, יש מלאי מספיק של בדיקות אנטיגן. כרגע העלייה בתחלואה מחייבת לבחון את המדיניות. בדיקות אנטיגן לא אמורות להוות מגבלה מבחינת הזמינות שלהן. ומה שאנחנו מציעים לציבור, הבדיקות הביתיות או בדיקות האנטיגן, הן בדיקות שדי מתאימות להיקפים הגדולים שבהם אנחנו נמצאים. 
אחרי חילופי האשמות בין משרדי החינוך והבריאות סביב המאבק בקורונה בבתי הספר, המשרדים הגיעו לפיוס. עם הפרטים כתבתנו לענייני חינוך. איילת ברון. מנכ"לי משרדי החינוך והבריאות שוחחו לפני זמן קצר וסיכמו על חיזוק שיתוף הפעולה לטובת בריאות ילדי ישראל. מוקדם יותר תקפה שרת החינוך את משרד הבריאות על הודעת דוברות שהוציא אמש. השרה כתבה, הם מייצרים כאוס גם במערכת החינוך, לא ניתן להם לגרור אותנו לכך. בכירים במשרד הבריאות תקפו חזרה, השרה היא שיוצרת כאוס במערכת. מתחילת הדרך היא עושה הכל כדי להפריע ולחבל במאבק בקורונה. שני פועלים במצב בינוני אחרי שנפצעו בתאונות עבודה בשעות הצהריים. גבר כבן שלושים נפגע מחפץ כבד באתר עבודה בחיפה ופונה לבית החולים רמב״ם בעיר. צעיר בן שבע עשרה נפצע בינוני במהלך עבודה עם מכונה תעשייתית בפארק התעשיות צבעים בעמק בית שאן. מסוק של מד"א פינה אותו לבית החולים רמב״ם עם פציעה בידו. אל מול מדד אמון הציבור של המכון הישראלי לדמוקרטיה, שמעיד על ירידה משמעותית באמון הציבור בצה"ל, סקר פנימי של הצבא מצביע על נתונים גבוהים בעשרה אחוזים. מדווח לראשונה כתבנו לענייני צבא וביטחון, דורון קדוש. על פי הסקר שבוצע במערך מדעי ההתנהגות של צה"ל, האמון בצבא בקרב הציבור הכללי עומד על 81.5%, יותר מהנתון שפרסם היום המכון הישראלי לדמוקרטיה. עוד עולה מהמחקר הפנימי הצה"לי שבקרב הציבור היהודי הנתון הוא 86% אמון, גבוה ב-8% מזה שפורסם. גם בסקר של הצבא חלה ירידה קלה אך מתונה יותר במספרים במחקר שהתבצע בחודש שעבר. מזג האוויר בהיר עם עלייה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך בן נצר. היה אז בוקר היום השני למלחמה בירושלים. האופק החביר במזרח. היינו בעיצומו של הקרב על גבעת התחמושת. לחמנו שם מזה שלוש שעות. התנהל קרב עקשני, קטלני. הירדנים נלחמו בעקשנות. זה היה יעד מבוצר בצורה בלתי רגילה. בשלב מסוים של הלחימה נשארו לידי ארבעה חיילים בלבד. עלינו לשם בכוח של שתי פלוגות. לא ידעתי היכן האחרים, כיוון שהקשר עם דודי קמפיין ניתק עוד בתחילת הקרב. באותו רגע חשבתי שכולם נהרגו.
רגע נזרק רימון מבחוץ. בנס לא נפגענו. חששתי שהירדנים יזרקו רימונים נוספים. מישהו היה צריך לעלות למעלה ולהשגיח. לא היה לי זמן לשאול מי מתנדב. שלחתי את איתן. איתן לא היסס לרגע. עלה למעלה והתחיל להפעיל את המקלעון. לפעמים היה עובר אותי והייתי צריך לצעוק לו שיישאר בקו שלי. ככה עברנו איזה שלושים מטר. איתן היה מחפה מלמעלה ואנחנו טיהרנו את הבונקרים מבפנים. עד שנפגע בראשו ונפל פנימה.
Well, our little uh, tip of the hat to uh, Yoram Taralev, who passed away at the age of uh, of 83, and um, <laughs> only today did I discover, after his passing, that uh, he's responsible for some of the most iconic selections uh, in Israeli music history, Givat HaTachmoshet, which opened up our um, 7 o'clock hour, and Ahora, that song by Avi Toledano, that did so well at the Eurovision contest years ago. Uh, those are both his, and he's got a lot, lot more, to say the least. An unbelievable catalog. And we'll try, possibly, I don't want to make any commitments I can't keep to, to include some more in our Tu Bishvat special coming up a week from Monday here at JM in the AM. Um, but he's got some, uh, <coughs> excuse me, some incredible. Oh, I didn't know that he wrote the song Barba Abba. I bet you there are people in this audience who are shocked that I even know what Barba Abba is. Wow. So I'm learning more and more, and uh, hopefully we'll, uh, like I said, we'll play some of those uh, selections during our Tu B'Shvat special a week from Monday here at JM in the AM. Thursday morning with 38 degrees, high today of 39, low tonight 30, and tomorrow high of 35 with some morning snow. Yerushalayim right now at 60. We're at 38 in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Tomorrow's Friday. Uh, in addition to all of our regular Friday features, we are uh, proud to announce that uh, Naomi Nachman is back with a brand new edition of Table for Two that airs tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right after JM and the AM. So that is good news. Uh, Naomi will be back, and uh, the next few weeks we'll have uh, some brand new programming Fridays at 9 a.m. Uh, today is Thursday, which means we'll live lunch between 11 and 1. A lot of great brand new programming coming up. Uh, between 9 and 11, as you would suspect, because it is a Thursday after all here at JM&M and the Nahum Siegel Network. And you know what that means. It means you don't have to touch that dial at all. You can literally leave it here all day long. 
for great programming, including Mark Zomick and the Arab Shabbos show for Parsha's Bow. That's happening tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. It is uh, presented by our wonderful friends at Kedem, and it will uh, re-air. It'll encore at 3 a.m. and just after um, a Naomi show after 10 a.m. tomorrow morning right here uh, at the Nahum Siegel Network. Ahava Erin Price is going to join us. She's author of the brand new book, More Than Special, Perspectives from the World of Special Needs. She'll join us about uh, 15, 20 minutes from now, right after Rabbi Goldwasser, uh, all coming up here at the JM in the AM. Should be a very, very interesting conversation. And uh, we'll have an opportunity to explore the book. You can get the book at artscroll.com, artscroll.com. You know the rule when you go to artscroll.com, always use promo code radio simple as that always use promo code radio ellie schwebel with the anthem that we uh, became familiar with because of our friends at amudim it's called i will stand for you and this is jm in the am i can see it in your eyes there was something you were hiding you were holding deep inside you were fighting on your own all the nights you went to bed under covers you were crying with his words inside your head he stole your innocence So when you feel like home is lost And you don't know where to go Or who to call I will stand for you We can face the world together If we raise our voice And make the choice To learn to live again I will stand
J.M. in the A.M. with the early Shabbos band and Lave Avos here on a Thursday morning broadcast. Before that, you heard the uh, Yaakov Shweki selection, L'Chaim. And before that, Eli Schwebel with an amazing song, an anthem that was introduced to us during the Amudim event. 
uh, I Will Stand By You, which is, um, uh, according, I Will Stand For You, rather. I Will Stand For You. And uh, that has been described as a life-saving song. And uh, based on the stories we know about already and the, uh, the way it's encouraged certain people to come forward, it's hard to deny that it is a life-saving song. Thursday morning, JM and the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Uh, listener Tikva reminds us that Yoram Tarlev passed away this morning at the age of 83. His music is part of the Israeli culture for at least the past 50 years. Yeah, even longer than that. And we played Hora and we played Givata Tachmoshet at the beginning of our second hour this morning as a tip of the hat to the memory of Yoram here at the JM and the AM. J.A. Morris, with that in mind, says, thanks for the Israeli music. I feel like I'm back in eighth grade dancing at our lunch break dance sessions. I guess the message is to keep dancing. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. And I guess I shouldn't try to arrange for a, a lunch today with uh, Chairman Ralph because uh, Ralph Rosenbaum writes on the, uh, on the app, greetings from Irving, Texas, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Thankfully, there is the uh, NSN app, so no matter if you have to be away for business or pleasure, you have the NSN app to listen to JM and the AM. Toda Nachum Siegel. Thank you, Ralph. Always appreciate that. And we will get together, please, God, uh, for lunch in the very near future. Um, I certainly hope so. More coming up at JM and the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn a fascinating piece in the Talmud in Meseches Baba Basra. It tells us, Hashem wanted to give Yerushalayim a fixed particular size. Shinamar, because it says, when the Novi Zechariah, when the prophet saw a vision in which a Malach was there with a measuring rope, he said, Vayomar, he said to him, where are you going? Vayomar Eli, he said to me, Lomodis Yerushalayim. I'm going to measure Yerushalayim. I want to see how long is its width and how long is its length. The Malochim, the angel said before Hashem, Master of the world, You made so many cities in the world that belong to the nations of the world. You didn't give the fixed measure, not for the length and not for the width. Yerushalayim, but concerning Yerushalayim, your name is in its midst, and your sanctuary is in its midst. The righteous people are in its midst. Is that what you want to give a fixed size to? Right away, the Novi saw another Malach who came to speak to the first one. Please run and tell this young man, Zechariah Novi, Lemor, this is what you should say. Yerushalayim will be as wide as an open area. Because of the multitude of people, Ubehema, and the multitude of animals, Visoicha. That would be in its midst. The Marsha comments that the Malochim said, that the Mikdash is in your midst, meaning the Mikdash right now, Asher Gadol Hu which is so great, and also the Yerushalayim Sheshimcha 
And then there's Yerushalayim that the name of Hashem, the special Shema Mepharish is going to be pronounced. That is La'asid Lavo, when the Beis Hamikdash is going to be rebuilt. At that time, it is going to have to be very great. Therefore, Prozos Teshe Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is Beloshan Rabim. It is in the plural tense. It comes to allude that Yerushalayim of the future will be so great that all of the people will be able to gather in Eretz Yisrael. And that's why the Novi concludes, because it is so great, it will not be able to be built by human man, but rather, it will be a wall of fire that will descend from heaven. May we be blessed to soon see that day. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, Bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. JM in the AM on a, a Thursday morning broadcast. Thank you to Rabbi Goldwasser, of course. Full day here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Full lineup, which we'll go through a little later on. And uh, don't forget the Arab Shabbos show tonight. Mark Zamek, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time for Parsha's Bow. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And that is going to be on court at 3 a.m. And just after Naomi's show, uh, a little after 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. Plus Naomi Nachman. She's got a brand new table for two tomorrow morning right after JM in the AM as our wonderful programming uh, continues to uh, inform and hopefully inspire. Uh, there's a brand new book out there entitled More Than Special, Perspectives in the World of Special Needs, written by Ahava Aaron Price. It is an Artsgirl release, Shara Press. And uh, you know what we always say when you go to artsgirl.com, if you're going to order this book or any book, always use promo code radio when you go to artsgirl.com. Always use promo code radio. Again, the name of the book is More Than Special, Ahava Aaron Price joins us in a moment. Everyone who knew him was mesmerized by Sadia Aaron Price, Allah Shalom, the young man with Down syndrome who confounded all the experts. He would be totally dependent for every basic need the doctors predicted. He had little or no chance of ever communicating, yet Sadia developed into a man who could read in Hebrew and English, traveled by himself to learn in Eretz Yisrael, and attended the Makor College Experience Program at Yeshiva University. His untimely passing happened during COVID-19, and after his untimely passing, his mother, Ahava Erin Price, a talented author, you may recall she has a book entitled On My Own But Not Alone, chose to memorialize his life through, a, through filling a pressing need, providing a book that would serve as both a resource and an inspiration to parents, relatives, friends, and professionals dealing with children and adults who have special needs. Ahava Erin Price, an honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Honored to be here, and I have to say I'm humbled to be following Rabbi Goldwasser. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very, very um, humbling, should I say? Well, anyway, it's lovely to be here. I appreciate that very much. Uh, let, let's let's start uh, just by explaining. I, I'm assuming, and if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. I'm assuming that the COVID nineteen that took Sadia's life had nothing to do with, or was was somewhat unrelated to, you know, other things that he had suffered from during his life. You you point out, you know, the, from very, very early on, he had a lot of health challenges, but I, I assume COVID-19 was a was unrelated to those. Would I be right? Yes, uh, 100%. Actually, Baruch Hashem, he was blessed as uh, possible physical disabilities that come with uh, Down syndrome. Uh, Baruch Hashem, he was really very healthy, and uh, as you may remember, um, Purim, before uh, he came down with COVID, uh, he <laughs> he uh, 
he was uh, he agreed to take all the shahs that I had baked, challahs, uh, etc., and went in and out of every house on our block. And now he was, and then actually went to the Lower East Side. Uh, <laughs> no, COVID was struck him as uh, Hashem chose. Yeah. Uh, not based on any previous uh, pre what is, existing condition. What's the date of his yard site? Uh, it, it is. It's, it is. Well, it's the twenty eighth of April, and it's okay. You caught me. So he was. Uh, ta- he was taken at the height of of right, of the, the COVID first, sweep through yeah. this area. Yeah, exactly. It was basically five weeks after the the we really became aware that we were in the midst of a major pandemic and. People were being intubated at that time. People really did not, the medical world, did not know exactly how to deal with it. And uh, and in, in addition to all the expertise you've gained over all these years of being a mother of somebody with special needs and and getting him to the point where he was as independent as he was, you can now also speak to the um, uh, to the point of of having a loved one pass without having seen him for a while, right? That's right. It was uh, at the peak of COVID, and uh, no one was able to get in uh, to uh, to see patients or to be with them in any way, shape, or form. Uh, just give a shout out to an organization called WellTab. At the last week, when he was uh, well, he was kept in a medically induced coma for the five weeks that he was ill, uh, that we were able to see him through these amazing group that gave us a uh, small uh, screen and somehow got it into the hospital and we saw him for a few hours for and and ironically not that there's any not that irony has a role in this but uh, we know it all comes from above but ironically he he was doing better just hours before he passed away right yeah I think that this is a not was not an uncommon pattern uh, actually he was supposed to be released. Uh, he was on a trach. They were unable to get him uh, independent of that, but he was going to be transferred to uh, re- rehab to begin that process. And yes, I was waiting to see him on that little screen. Uh, and uh, and instead you get a call. They went into cardiac arrest immediately. Yeah, somewhere around there. Ahava Aaron Price is with us. Now, he passed away at the age of... He was one month shy of his 36th birthday. And uh, what's it like 36 years ago, or at this point 37 years ago? And I say it like that because uh, obviously there are people listening now who have gone through similar experiences and others who, excuse the term, fear going through a similar experience. When, when, when it's obvious to you that your child is not going to have a, a regular upbringing, what is that like? Well, I, I often say that um, my goal in life is to make people feel that you don't have to feel guilty about saying, wow, this was not the most amazing thing Hashem gave to me when it happens. And um, Hashem uh, must love you more than anybody else to give you this challenge. Uh, I was not in favor of it at all, actually. Uh, but I always say it's, it was a learning curve, not his learning curve, my learning curve. Uh, he, yes, it seems like an overwhelming challenge when you first find out that your child has quote-unquote a diagnosis. But uh, ironically, well, first of all, we live in a golden age right. in terms of the world of special needs. I always, 50 years ago, 100 years ago, medically speaking, most uh, children with special needs, with this, whether it's Down syndrome or other uh, physical or cognitive uh, disabilities, 
would not have survived. Medical science gave us, you know, a quality of life and a length of life that was never anticipated. And then the world opened up in terms of the uh, the awareness that everyone can grow, that everyone with you take a child with whatever you want to call normal, quote unquote. And you don't give them stimulation, and you don't teach them, and you don't give them love and uh, validation, and they're not going to grow either. Right. The world discovered that with therapy, and this is also actually in the book, the um, there was a uh, catastrophic awareness through a, something called Willowbrook, which was an institution where it seems that uh, people were basically people with not even not only cognitive but physical disabilities were basically dumped into this waste bin. Right, they were neglected. And ignored. Right, neglected and ignored. Right. And ironically, from from the ashes and the guilt that was uh, uh, created, the government really began after Willowbrook, which was in the 1970s, to create amazing programs, funding. Well, everything is funding. Um, and a, a whole world of specialists, whether it's therapies or special ed teachers, just an awareness. And also the government put a lot of money into programs to facilitate parents keeping their children at home because clearly institutions are never a good, <laughs> are never a good option. Right. Um, so um, it really opened up and created a – I always said it was like Camelot. Um, there was – the whole concept of, of programming that would be funneled through the government's funding that would give children, whether it was um, special ed teachers or classes, and then over the decades, um, as public awareness became aware and the potential in every child was seen, uh, there's much more concept of inclusion and integration into mainstream life and that's and that's really just an acceptance that everybody's entitled to be part of cholesterol and part of society and there's no bar that could be set that say you're you are not entitled because of your capabilities and um then we find out that children with special needs have um have strengths that um perhaps people with higher intellectual quote unquote um capabilities, uh, there's a warmth, there's an, at least I'm speaking, and now I'm speaking because I, we were blessed with, um, ironically, with the diagnosis of someone with um, Down syndrome, very positive and warm, and just life is good, <laughs> and, um, you know, having someone like that around is just, it doesn't matter if they can't finish uh, they're not going to write a treatise or find a cure for cancer. They're finding a cure for something else, and that's for negativity in the world. Um, I will add that when I started doing the research for the book, I became aware that truly, truly blessed because there are now parents, I mean, I guess there always was, but I became humbled. I mean, I didn't really have a challenge. We didn't have a challenge. We had this wonderful, delightful, sweet always looking for the good, always looking to make people happy. But there are parents now dealing with, I can say, they're the true heroes and heroines. Yeah. That's really, that's, I wrote the book in their honor. Well, of course, also in memory of Saja. But um, parents who deal with 
children who don't necessarily give them that positive warmth. And they raise them with love and with concern and with every ounce of energy. So, uh, yes, have things changed amazingly, when, so positively. At what age did it become obvious that he was very positive, very energetic, you know, always there? I mean, is this something that you could tell at two, three, four years old, or this is down the road? Well, yes. Once he learned how to walk, I was once he got on to uh, found out that his tricycle could take him anywhere, um, yeah, um, there was no we put in gates. We he learned how to open them, and he just went, you know, smiling around uh, wherever he could get on his uh, three wheels. Uh, I think we knew right away. It was just well, he was just very delightful and delicious. Uh, his siblings, I would say, basically adored him. Uh, I can say that safely, and um, he became a very positive. I guess. I have pictures of him in my mind on his little red tricycle, zipping up the block, and you had a smile. And you the, just had a smile. And the way you describe it in the book, uh, there were plenty of episodes where he, I don't want to say he was lost, but he was, he he wandered off, let's put it that way. Well, he knew where he was. <laughs> right. Uh, and you were conf- uh, and you were confident he'd make it back home, or, or those were panic, uh, well, panic situations? Uh, um, well, we did use the services of the NYPD on more than one occasion, which they did not always appreciate. Um, yes, uh, actually, I got a letter while during the Shiva from someone who lived nearby, and uh, she wrote that, well, besides the fact that Sadia was the, the, uh, really created her whole attitude towards the world of special needs and individual special needs, but she said the message in the neighborhood was, if you see Sajid Aaron Price um, rolling down the street, um, please return him to his either oblivious or, or hysterical parents. <laughs> so, yes, he, he's a, and then, of course, there's all these other stories that I mentioned, which I've written about, that um, I did not know until the Shiva, we, Sajid decided, you know, his father ran the New York City Marathon, and, um, the family was going to meet in Manhattan, and uh, what happened was I went ahead, and he was going to come later with his brother, Kiva Shum, and uh, we got, Kiva said, got to Manhattan late in the evening, and I said, where's Sajan? And he said, I don't know. Don't you have him? Uh, no. Well, I always thought that Saja by didn't think we were going to take him, and we're going to, uh, he decided to take the subway to Manhattan on his own uh, during the Sunday of the New York City Marathon. Um, I found that from his res hab worker, who was the amazing, one of the many, many amazing young men who were part of our lives who would spend Sunday, that Saja had told him that not to come and pick him up. And he planned it. He wanted to prove that he could get to Manhattan. He told each of us that he was going with the other one. Oh, my gosh. And it was, uh, it was malice of forethought. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and he ended up um, actually at the World Trade Center, um, which at that point, this was um, 2011. This was, it was, some policemen realized that a special needs young person should probably not be walking around in the evening. Uh, so um, they found, we, of course, by that time, it called the NYPD and all well. And it did, as I say, it did have a wonderful impact because for about a decade, he would say, no, Zadie Aaron Price doesn't take the subways. <laughs> so, um, but I will add, since we're talking about his adventuresome and Baruch Hashem, 
ever-present independence um, that he overcame that phobia when it was time, when the only way for him to get to the McCor College experience, get up to Yeshiva University, was by subway. Uh, was by subway. Wow. And he did it. What's, <laughs> that, what's that like as a parent when you know he's doing that for the first time? Uh, there's no, no describing. <laughs> I the anxiety? That it's a complete insanity. I mean, we're just like, it's ridiculous. What is he doing? But um, I knew he had a, you know, he had to have wings. And um, I, as I said, that's, betachet is a lot of part of raising any child. And uh, Yeah, that's true. Ahava Aaron Price is with us. The book is called More Than Special, Perspectives in the World of Special Needs. Now, this could have been a straightforward tribute to the life of uh, Sadia Aaron Price, your dear son. Uh, who was well-known by so many people, I said earlier today on, on the air, that he was known by so many people in the community, uh, both inside Brooklyn and outside Brooklyn. Um, and, and it's certainly your story um, and the bits and pieces of it that are in the book are, are fascinating in terms of him becoming independent and your role in that and your reaction to that. But the book, nonetheless, obviously has a different format. Why did you include other people? Why did you include... The, uh, the parts of the book that you did as opposed to just writing a tribute biography? Well, I will correct one thing, by the way. Sadie is known around the world. Right, around the world. That's true. <laughs> I, uh, um, <laughs> someone said to me, uh, Sadie did what no one else, what no one else has done. He, they, he got the New York Times to say something positive about um, Jews and about religious life. Wow. I said, no, he got, uh, he got me into the New York Times. Um, Sadie was... Uh, Really, whether it was years in there, Tisrael and the Darkenu programmer, he really um, he touched many, many people's lives. And yes, it could have been, but um, my motivation really was to do more. Yes, Sadia's story is heartwarming, and um, I hope it gives physics to many, many people. And I wanted people to be aware of how important it is for integration and inclusion, which Sadia definitely was in our shul and in our neighborhood, and to YU. But um, I, I was, Saj's mantra was everything is going to be okay. He wanted everyone to, he wanted everything to be better for him. He wanted everything good for everyone. And I wanted this book to be able to address so many different people. I wanted it to be a resource and an awareness for the world at large and a resource for parents with whatever type of problem, I shouldn't say problem, whatever type of challenge. Right. The child I have, and I wanted it to be uh, the words of experts. That's obviously mine is based on uh, experience and love, but um, I wanted there to be whether it's there's legal advice because there's so much parents should know. Right. I wanted there to be um, rabbinic like, advice. Rabbinic, yes, very much. The physical. We have um, beautiful pieces. Rabbi Aaron Khan, the letters of. Um, Ramosha Shapiro, that it's very important for parents and for the world to see the attitude that Gadolim feel we should be uh, dealing with our children who are of a different demographics. So I felt that. And then most important, and I think really to me it was really the, and I did it on, on my own but not alone, I know when I've had personal challenges, someone, and I've read certain words, people have written something, and I could identify with them, and I could say, Yes, that's how I feel. You got it, you know? And it's a tremendous sense of physical validation. Of just, and I said, I, I want 
every person who opens this book to be able to find someone's story. Yes, that's my story. That's how I feel. And so I have a, big, a great number, and I actually could have increased it, but the book was getting quite large, of parents' voices. I always I don't interview people because then it's my voice interpreting your words. And it's not about the writing. It's about the words. And um, there's pieces by parents, siblings, even grandparents, so that their voices and each one's story is is a universe. It's mm-hmm. a, and hopefully there's someone's voice that will reach out to some one reader, uh, and it will say, yes, I understand. And it's, that's why I expanded it far beyond Saja, because I think that's what he would have wanted. I think this is the real the real um, motivation, I, you know, I, I would say you can't know the madua, you can't know the existential reason why Hashem chooses the plan that he chooses, but um, I was, didn't realize it was actually, if you look at the Hebrew words, there's a, a lama, a lama, for what? And I felt that if Hashem took Sadia, uh when he had so many more years that he could have given so much joy and so much and so much just his presence and uh so i have to create well it's a memorial but it's a memorial that does something it's a memorial that says okay this is what saj's life was that was at least on our <laughs> in this world that i have to come to understand why hashem would want yeah understood the book is called More Than Special, and the uh, chapters or, or, or different parts that uh, Hava Aaron Price alluded to, one is called Spiritual Guidance. That's, of course, uh, different letters and comments by rabbinic leaders. Therapeutic Guidance, which is very, uh, which is really voluminous. A lot of material here uh, from different um, uh, perspectives, uh, which would be very helpful for parents out there. Legal Guidance, as you said, it's a, uh, people don't realize how important these legal issues are. Uh, both, both planning for the parents of a special needs child and um, and uh, and things that need to be taken care of down the road. And, of course, there is a section on uh, tributes to Sadia as well, because, as I said, there are a lot of people in this audience uh, who certainly knew him uh, and certainly uh, were inspired by him. Uh, I know that my family personally was, as you know, and, and uh, anybody who was with him in camp or in school or on any campus, whether it was Israel or Washington Heights, uh, I don't know. He he always seemed to draw a crowd. Always seemed, <laughs> always seemed, a rock star. <laughs> yeah, always seemed to draw a reaction from people, and uh, was a lot of fun to be around, to say the least. And you know, people like to be with someone who is positive and really cares about you. It right. doesn't matter what their IQ is, and his IQ was pretty good, actually. <laughs> he was a very smart cookie, and, and very, very, very much a Nachum Siegel fan. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm proud of that. He was uh, he was a big J of the AM supporter in many many ways, and um, and our family had a tremendous amount of of fun with him. Uh, what would I, I know? This is an unusual question, especially in this forum, because we are so faith based and we are so uh, focused that 100 percent of our existence, thank God, is dependent on the one above, and that you know and 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 rit- ritually of course we try to maintain that where everything is guided by by our tradition and heritage do you ever think <clears throat> about people in these situations who don't have a faith background and how they get through all this without the uh without the you know without pointing to higher meaning and 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 and, and the spiritual uh 
uh, at peace, you know, not being added to their to their family picture? I can't even imagine. I can't. I, I feel only sadness for them because feeling that your life is just a leaf blowing in the wind is so, there's no security. There's no, there's nothing to hold on to. There's no understanding. No, I, I, I yes, I have thought of it and only with, only with the deepest sympathy and, and so no, we, we don't we, so we don't realize how lucky we are. And this is not just for no. special needs parents; it's for everybody no. out there. It's we, for everybody out there. That's right, and right. And um, I do want to point out that I wanted more, just as a resource, but I want the world to be aware that there's so much potential, and there's really almost like I guess I'm excited about it um, because obviously it's a topic close to my heart. The um, how the potential has how inclusiveness and inclusion and um, it's just, it's just so important, and everyone gains. I don't think there's a student in YU, or on the campus of Gush Etzion, or the the various communities that host Yachad Shabbatons. That I don't think there's one person there who doesn't feel that they're they themselves or their child has gained. And of course, you know, counselors at places like Hask, um, that that. We gain. This is not a. This is not a chesed. It is almost. It's almost selfish. It's like there's so much to be gained by reaching out and including everyone. And the, and does that attitude develop? Uh, you know, day by day, or is it an attitude that develops relatively quickly? Once you're a parent of a special needs child, it's an attitude that develops at what pace? Uh, well, no, I think it's a learning curve. I think it's a learning curve. There's some challenges. I'm, you know, not whitewashing all the, you know, there are moments, with, but aren't there moments with children who don't have a diagnosis where you want to, you know, bang your head against the wall? Right. So uh, maybe you just, and also, I think the greater the challenge, the greater the excitement when there is, um, when, when you, you get the golden ring, you know, when each, as each, uh, as each goal is seen to come, to reach, there's just so much happiness. But no, it, it, no, it's not. You wake up one morning and say, "Wow, this is really great." Um, no, it's a learning curve, and I think it's a learning curve for everybody. You know, when people see special needs, it isn't, um, I think it's very important. I think we're not comfortable. We're not really comfortable with people who don't, you know, who don't follow the line of what we would expect. Right. So. Um, it's a learning curve, and I think it's for people to help their children to understand that there's nothing to be quote unquote afraid of, and there's only to be gained by um, opening our hearts, our doors, our shuls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, no, I don't think is it possible that something really amazing is achieved overnight. No, yeah, it takes but, time. Um, yep. Ahava Aaron Price, the book is called More Than Special, Perspectives in the World of Special Needs. There are a lot of amazing contributors to this book, um, and uh, you should check it out. Uh, it gives everybody a perspective, not just about uh, um, uh, parenting a child with special needs, but life in general. And, of course, it also gives it an opportunity for all of us to remember Sadia Aaron Price, who, again, as I said, uh, his name means a lot to, uh, to people he hung out with in camp and school on different campuses, both Israel and the United States. Uh, in Flatbush, Brooklyn, and of course in any other area uh, where he was well known, the Shabbatonim and all the other events that he attended, made a lot of friends over the years. So it gives you an opportunity to see some of the tributes to him and to uh, really learn what it's like 
um, from a parent's perspective. Uh, go to artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio, artscroll.com, promo code radio. The book is called More Than Special. And I remind you that Ahava Aaron Price has a book from before that entitled On My Own But Not Alone. Check out both of them at artscroll.com. Can't thank you enough for joining us this morning. I'm glad we had a chance to uh, remember Sadia because, like I said, it's not just me but thousands out there around the world who uh, yep. who certainly remember him with tremendous fondness, and I'm sure he enhanced a lot of lives of uh, people in this audience and otherwise. So I'm glad we had that opportunity this morning. Yes, I, I was going to add that I don't know uh, exactly what the relationship between the OMIMS in this world is, but if it's possible to be smiling, I I hope and I would like to believe that Sadia is quelling. He loves the fact that there's a book about him, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have, someone once met my daughter and said, um, Oh, I feel there's this, this mother who she writes about their special needs child in magazines, and it's so so inappropriate, so invasive of his privacy. And we all laughed because Sad, there was nothing that he loved more. As a matter of fact, he kept saying to me, when, when are you writing my book, Mom? Because he, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it was nothing, it, nothing would be in greater joy than he was not opposed to uh, the public eye. No question. So thank you. No yeah, question. Thank you for giving you that, this opportunity. It's, uh, it's, it was very special. A pleasure. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. And be well. Thank you. Ahava Aaron Price. The book is called More Than Special. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Check out her books. And uh, for those of you who knew Sadi, for those of you who knew Sadia, um, the book is even more than more than special. Uh, whether you knew him or not, it's a uh, tremendous perspective regarding the world of special needs. Check it out. Thursday morning in America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app.
princes among men in the service of Hashem. It's a bond that never ends, no. And thank God for that. You are princes among men in the service of Hashem. It's a love that never ends, no. And thank God for that, cause the sons of kings, I'm the child of your sisters.
Hola. Momo, that was Takamoyer dick. Right? Fast food, fast cars might be their obsession But I'm sitting here with your prized possession Your holy words, they never get old Finer than wine, colder than gold I'm sticking around in your the reason You give me a hook and I sink my teeth in You drop your manner at my door Keeps me wanting more and more I'm sticking around and you're the reason I'm sticking around and you're the reason You give me a hook and I sink my teeth in Your words are diamonds in the rough I can't ever get enough I'm sticking around and you're the reason I'm sticking around and you're the reason Jet planes and trains may take you many places I'm happy here with your scrolls and pages Their restless hearts, they wander out all night But your tree of life is my greatest delight I'm sticking around and you're the reason You give me a hug and I sink my teeth in Your words are diamonds in the rough I can't ever get enough I'm sticking around and you're the reason I'm sticking around, and you're the reason. Your walls of parchment reach to the sky. Every letter's got fire inside. That doors of heaven open up through your pages. Your words, they take me to my promised land. Slices of hell. Then you drop your manner at my door Keeps me wanting more and more I'm sticking around And you're the reason I'm sticking around And you're the reason You give me a hug And I sink my teeth in Your words are diamonds in the rough I can't ever get enough I'm sticking around And you're the reason I'm sticking around And you're the reason I'm sticking around And you're the reason You give me a hug and I sink my teeth in You drop your manner at my door Keeps me wanting more and more I'm sticking around and you're the reason I'm sticking around and you're the reason You give me a hug and I sink my teeth in Your words are diamonds in the rough I can't ever get enough I'm sticking around and you're the reason I'm sticking around and you're the reason Brand new eighth day here at JM in the AM. I'm sticking around. Mr. Meach done by the early Shabbos band. You heard Yoni Z and Crown to open up the hour here at JM in the AM. I want to thank. There we go. (laughs) 
I want to thank Ahava Aaron Price for joining us. Go to artsgirl.com. Always use promo code radio. And uh, again, I thank her for joining us this morning with the brand new book, or I should say a, the recent book here at JM in the AM. Um, where is the... There was something I wanted to share with you. I can't find it now. Uh, we noted earlier that Yoram Taharlev uh, passed away, the uh, 83-year-old composer of hundreds of songs that you know and probably don't realize you know, because until this morning, I didn't realize so many songs he had composed over the years. We'll try to, uh, including Givata Tachmoshet, which we played earlier, including Hora, which we played earlier, and there's so many others. We'll try to incorporate some of them into our Tubishvat special a week from Monday here. At JM in the AM. That'll be a good way to uh, remember him. And uh, certainly to <laughs> to pay tribute to the fact that he's responsible for, I don't want to say almost every classic Israeli song, but a lot of classic Israeli songs. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Uh, we've got the full lineup here for today. We've got a uh, Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock taking a look at the greatest source of empowerment. Charlie Harari at 9 o'clock will take a look at the greatest source of empowerment. Michael Fragan will discuss New York districting with New York State's former New York State Senator Jack Martins. Michael Fragan's on spin class at 9.30. Allison Josephs will have table tennis phenom Esty Ackerman, who we've spoken to before on the air. She has been, um, as far as I know, there was a, a story where she was being denied uh, participation in the continuation of a of a uh, table tennis tournament uh, because of Shabbos. I'm sure she'll give details to Allison. That's at 10 o'clock this morning. At 10.30, Miriam Alwalek is brand new with the chef Enos Shatas, the new culinary, culinary director of the Kosher UN Plaza Grill. That'll happen at 10.30 this morning. Then live lunch will start at 11 o'clock. And uh, don't forget the Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zamek, featuring amazing Jewish music specifically for Parsha's Bow. That's going to be happening at uh, 7 p.m. tonight, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. 3 a.m. tomorrow, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And 10 a.m., or just after Naomi's show, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And the big news is that Naomi Nachman is brand new tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern time with a brand new edition of Table for Two, all happening here at the Nachum Siegel Network. So lots going on, to say the least. More coming up at JM in the AM.
in the sky in a garden full of glory the galaxies so brilliantly related ultimately high on that first page of our story till the time our parents were created and this brother came Through a blow so mad and chilling Tragically, he never did recover Oh, it's really so insane All our selfishness that's killing That stranger who's our sister and our brother So listen, brother, listen, friend Just a little smile ahead Oh, listen, brother, listen, friend, just a 
simplicity how his words reach you with sensitivity and your eyes recognize as never before that the dream that he prays for is yours miles apart close at heart feel the bond as one from the start Although mountains and oceans are in our way We are joined from the time of that wondrous day When at Sinai we learned the path we would take That the chains of our past would never
are dim, the road is rough. Through dangerous paths we must go. We travel through godless with fear in our hearts. What the future holds we don't know. We hope for release to return to our home. We pray to Hashem through the years. We're here all together and yet we're alone. Our eyes are burning with tears. Our brethren, you've strayed from the ways of the old. We'll help. Last night, you got in a fight. You said things you knew you'd regret. You went to your room 
man you slammed the door shut Wishing that you'd never met You know that it's wrong You've been friends for so long To bicker and argue this way So get off the bed and walk up the block You'll knock on his door and you'll say Friends will be there through the good times and bad Laugh with you and cry when you're sad Who cares who was wrong? Been friends for so long The Why let yourselves drift apart? We've been out of touch and miss you so much. Friendship is worth more than you'll ever Inside, through the heart of a Jew Open up its many doors And the soul that you'll see there inside Is a reflection of yours For each soul is a part To each other We are all part of one another And we have always been one We are one since way back in time Unified at our start We began to live and believe with one heart You and I we were all gathered there as one we said we'll do and be We were born to belong together and forever J.M. in the A.M. 
Baruch Levine in the Achdus medley. Pretty good, huh? Mordechai Shapiro before that with Abba, and you're listening to JMNAM. Thursday morning broadcast on the 6th of January, the 4th day of Shvat. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net and make sure to try A&H today. Of course. Why wouldn't you? Um, want to take this opportunity to remind everybody about shopeichlers.com. I have a... Uh, I have... You know what? Let me just Let me just make sure to tell our friends there. Hang on a second. Okay, just reminded our friends there about promo code radio. Uh, our friends at shopbyclothes.com have announced their free shipping sale. A free shipping sale going on now through January the 10th. Now through January the 10th, free shipping on every single purchase at shopbyclothes.com with no minimum required. What is required? Promo code radio. Just make sure to toss in <clears throat> just make sure to toss in promo code radio and you're all set. Free shipping sale is on shopbyclothes.com between now and the 10th of January. Again, free shipping on every single purchase with no minimum required. Remember that uh, shopbyclothes.com has next day de- has same day, excuse me, same day delivery service to places like Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Toms River, and Jackson, New Jersey. Shopbyclothes.com now through the 10th of January. Free shipping on every purchase. Make sure to use promo code radio jm in the am more coming up this is the yidden medley introduced to us uh, with maishi tischler a few months back exciting music for you here at jm and the am we'll go through the thursday lineup and more coming up at jm and the am Ich 
JM and the AM on a Thursday morning broadcast. That's the Yidin Medley with Maishi Tischler and company <clears throat> here at JM and the AM. Um, yeah, I, I, I saw the comment on the app. Givata Tachmosha, it's a beautiful song, only played two days of the year. It should not be played because it tells the true story of the battle and be sensitive to those families that lost loved ones. It's played on Yom Hazikaron and Yom Yerushalayim. I appreciate that. And we also played on Yom Hazikaron and Yom Yerushalayim. I just thought it was appropriate today because of the passing of a Yoram Tarlev and obviously uh, one of the iconic songs that he has left us with in addition to so many others. Uh, please keep in mind, Alter Melech ben Leia Rachel for Rafur Shlema. Alter Melech ben Leia Rachel for Rafur Shlema. And my thanks for those who are um, who are um, uh, keeping him in mind. Alter Melech ben Leia Rachel. Chaya says, thank you for the Tarlev songs. Those two songs show his creative musical range. Yeah, that's for sure. That is for sure. Uh, full lineup today here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and I mean full. full. Well, let's start with tomorrow. Tomorrow, brand new Naomi Nachman table for two at 9 a.m. after JM in the a.m., so keep that in mind. That's big news. Naomi will join us tomorrow here at JM in the a.m. Um, in terms of today's schedule, at 9 o'clock, it is uh, Charlie Harari, the topic, the greatest source of empowerment. Michael Fragan with Spin Class at 9.30, discussing New York redistricting with former New York State Senator Jack Martins. Jew in the City Speaks. Allison will speak to table tennis phenom Esty Ackerman. She's got an amazing story. That's at 10 o'clock this morning. At 10.30, brand new Miriam Alwalik with uh, the chef, Chef Enos Shatas, the new culinary director of the Kosher UN Plaza Grill. Uh, Miriam just literally recorded that hours ago. And that'll be presented at 10.30 this morning on That's Life here at the Nahum Single Network. Thursday live lunch I will host starting at 11 a.m. At 7 o'clock, it's the Arab Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. And that will uh, be airing at 7 a.m. Uh, excuse me, at 7 p.m. tonight, 3 a.m. tomorrow, and right after Naomi tomorrow, just after 10 a.m. tomorrow here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Thursday morning broadcast with plenty more coming up. Thanks so much for... Um, uh, tuning in, everybody, and don't forget, we are here all day long. There is zero reason to touch that dial, as we like to say. Zero reason to touch that dial. Shlomo Katz, next, Jam in the end. Oh, 
JM in the AM at Shlomo Katz, of course. Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. Uh, Rabbi Dove Lipman has breaking news about the skies opening up uh, to Israel. And um, I asked him to join us. <clears throat> We're going to give him a minute to see if uh, if he can connect. He just confirmed that he's trying to connect. So if he's able to connect, we will uh, get the uh, the word from him directly. He's the leader of Yadla Olim, as you know. Um, and again, we're going to give him a minute just to see what the story is here. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the AM. 
Um, uh-huh. So now he's... Okay. We're going to try to take care of this on this end. Let's see if we can get this done while we're on the air, which I don't see why we can't, frankly. Uh, <laughs> let's see if we can get this done. Hang on. I consider this big news, so let's see if we can get this done literally live on the air. Well, his phone is actually ringing, so that's certainly a good sign. <clears throat> we'll see if he's able to pick up and join us. Again, apparently the breaking news is that the Skies are open, and regular travel to Israel is easing. What a shame. I'd love to get this done now. Love to get him on right now. All right, we'll continue to try. More coming up if you listen to JM in the AM. He is the head of Yadlo Lim and is advocating constantly for people like us in the Knesset, people like us, our background, obviously more uh, people who are citizens of Israel, but you get my point, everybody. It's Rabbi Dove Lipman. Rabbi Lipman, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Great to be with you, Nachum. You say you have breaking and latest news. What can you tell us? It's now official. As of tonight, midnight Israel time, there are no more red countries anywhere in the world, specifically for your listeners. Anyone who is vaccinated within the last 180 days, either a second dose or their booster, they can come to Israel starting midnight tonight Israel time without any approval process whatsoever. All you'll need is your negative PCR within 72 hours of the flight or negative lab-based antigen within 24 hours of the flight, the 48-hour pre-entry form, and you can come to Israel with no more process involved. Wow, that is big news. It'll be official, as you say, after midnight tonight. If someone wants to book a ticket and do what you just said, to make sure to take care of their PCR, make sure they're within the 180 days, make sure to fill out that form. If they're willing to do those three things, they could book their ticket and they could travel freely to Israel. Absolutely. And again, if people are confused by the process I just said, they could go to yadrolim.org. The website's already updated the Corona update. It lays out there exactly what you have to do with the links with no problem whatsoever. 
I do know, Nachum, that there are many people who, obviously this is great news for many, there are many who are not vaccinated for whatever their reasons are. Uh, we are working. We're gonna, now the process will begin working with the authorities on exploring options for those who are not vaccinated, for those who are recovered, for those who have special reasons to come. We'll begin that process now. But the biggest accomplishment, and this has been a lot of work in the making, and I'm looking forward to resting on Shabbos, uh, we will now, as of tonight, uh, we no longer have that tedious, difficult, bureaucratic process uh, for people uh, who are vaccinated to come into Israel. Well, we are indebted to you for that. Uh, I'm just curious, does this now mean that anybody who is in Israel can travel freely to the United States and go back and forth? Yes. So first of all, that frees that up. A lot of our work these last few weeks has been Israelis who are dual citizens, Olim who work in the States, uh, people who have been visiting here and trying to get back. That's all. There's no restrictions anymore for anyone leaving Israel. I do want to say something else, which I know people will be wondering, quarantine. This is very important, and this was a big, big battle of ours. Uh, quarantine for those who come, based on this new rule, is no more than 24 hours. You're wow. in quarantine until your negative PCR comes back from your arrival. And if it, let's say, takes more than 24 hours, there's a big backlog now on uh, PCR tests. At 24 hours, you're free to leave. And it's not in a hotel, but it's from your home, from your apartment, wherever it is. You go from the airport to there, you wait the 24 hours, and then you're free to go out. And the uh, quarantine for Israelis who are returning to Israel would be zero quarantine or also that 24 hours? Also the 24 hours. And then in their case, there are obviously unvaccinated Israelis who, who travel, and then they're going to still have uh, the week and whatever rules have been in place until now. But I'm referring primarily to those who are uh, coming from abroad and uh, are seeking to come in. I do want to give one warning just because I just feel it's my due diligence to do so. People should just know that approximately 10% of people arriving in Israel are testing positive for corona in their PCR tests. Just people should just know that because when that happens, you then have to go into quarantine for 10 days in Israel before you can leave. So we get a lot of requests about that, and the authorities here are very strict about that. So at least have that in your minds. Uh, at the moment, that number is at 10% of people that are landing uh, because of how contagious this variant is. So just at least people should know that in their minds that that possibility uh, does exist. All right. It sounds like there's uh, still a little way to go in terms of things like that, but this is a tremendous progress and a big thank you from all of us to you and from people who are in Israel and people who are in the United States who are desperate to go back and forth. Uh, Rabbi Dove Lipman's with us. The big news is the skies as of tonight are open. Yes, there's still PCR tests, 24-hour quarantine, etc., but it's nothing like it was. Much, much better circumstances and now people, I think, can actually start planning trips back and forth, which would be amazing. And I know that you can't predict the future and you can't predict variants, but you are hoping, Rabbi Lipman, that this will be in effect at the minimum for a while and hopefully it'll only get better in terms of reopening and less regulations as opposed to the opposite. Absolutely. And one of the things that we're doing at Yad Lulim is we've already begun a process of working with the authorities to prepare ourselves for when the next variant, uh, you know, presumably does come, that it not be as strict, as restrictive, as chaotic as it has been. But let's have you know clear processes in place 
so people know in advance. It's not moment to moment. Uh, and also, you know, it enables those who need to go back and forth to be able to do so. So we're going to begin that process now so that if it does come again, uh, it won't be what we've gone through uh, certainly over, over the last few weeks. Great news. Tadaraba, thank you so much for joining us, and thanks for the great news. Thank you. And again, go to yadrolim.org if you uh, need any more information. And you can also fill out the form there and ask our amazing team for any questions that you have and we'll guide you through everything that's taking place. And thank you, Nachum, for uh, letting me have the opportunity to share the news with everyone there. Oh, yeah, the timing was perfect. Yadlolim.org, Y-A-D-L-O-L-I-M. Yadlaolim.org. Check out all the information there. Great news from Rydov Lipman about travel back and forth to Israel. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. Unbelievable. <laughs> Two weeks after our scheduled trip to Israel, which I don't know if it would have happened anyway with the way everybody was feeling, but still amazing. Two weeks later, and now we get to open, we get to announce that the skies are going to be open, certainly a lot, lot more open than they were, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. And we're getting there. We're getting back, hopefully, to regular travel to and from Israel. And um, that claustrophobic feeling of not being allowed into the Holy Land is starting to dissipate, Baruch Hashem. Uh, plenty coming up. Brand new Charlie Harari. Full lineup, as I described earlier. And I'll speak to you at 11 a.m. with a live lunch. And tonight, Mark Zamaker of Shabbos Show brought to you on Alpha Villa Kedem. It's all coming up here. Don't touch that dial. Leave it right where you got it at the Nahum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Thursday. Until tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.